Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Meta Era Nerd Podcast. This week's Meta, Anime, TV, a Nintendo Direct, Mini, quite a surprise, and Sports. Where are your nerds, Marcus and Rico? So, a bunch of news across the board this week, and we did not feel like, well, not that we didn't want to, but we usually have kind of everything organized and written down, you know, a sheet of paper and stuff like that. Well, this time we're just going to kind of go off our Discord and go about it like that. So, bear with us. I hope you like the improv, and I hope you like, you know, where we're going with everything. So, like always, I'm going to open it up with anime. And Rico, um, if you have anything to add to say, feel free to chime in let me know. Um, do you want to say hi to everybody out there? Real Not quick? really, but I guess I yeah. will. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to kick it off with anime. And again, it's, there's not a lot kind of going on, but what well, let me rephrase that. There's a lot going on, but it's, you know, just kind of minor things here and there. We, we kind of want to touch base on and, you know, say out there. So starting from the top here in the anime, the One Piece film Red. I know we've been talking about it for a while. It is coming to theaters in the U.S uh in uh this fall or yeah this fall did we talk about that last time already uh, we might have touched on it i don't know if we had the that it was there's no date yet right there's no date yet yeah we did we did touch base on that last week if i remember correctly well just to kind of let you know again fall 2022 be ready for that and i know rico has finally jumped on it and last this past saturday was spy families the last episode of the first core. We are going to get our second core in October when it returns. And there is a teaser video out there. So if you haven't seen it, you can check out our Discord. Or you can actually go online and check it out. I know Rico's... What, did you finish it? I think you told me you were on episode 5 yesterday. Yeah, I, I think I'm like on episode 5 or 6. Uh, but... So you haven't no, finished it yet? I haven't. I was going to last night, but I was... I, I, I was like... Should I just like watch the rest of the show tonight because like i very easily could have done oh. it right but then i was like you know what like i want to like sit and process a little bit plus i'm already a little bit tired so let me uh let me just put it off and i'll i'll finish it either tomorrow or over the next like two three days uh well i know i've been talking about it a lot but what are your what are your initial thoughts your first impressions here in the first few episodes um uh, without going into spoilers uh i did this is the second time i started the first time I just watched episode one and then I said, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to like give myself a better investment. I'm going to watch episode one again, but I'm going to watch like at least two more episodes. I ended up watching five, maybe six. Uh, I, I want to say five. I think six is up next. Uh, but I mean, the characters, all three of them, of our, of our main characters are pretty awesome, unique, you know, kind of having that uh it's right up my alley and yours too because of that like duality that we all we always say that we love like in characters and to a certain extent some more than others like our three characters have that in a sense where like they kind of have you know their life here and then their life within the family yeah they're double life so i just uh i love it dude I think all three characters are awesome. Like I, I'm sure that that uh, I'm sure uh, our guy is a husbando for a lot of people out there, and I'm sure yours is a waifu yeah. for a lot of people out there. <laughs> yeah, shout shout out to Meliton real quick, man, because Meliton always send me memes and stuff when yours involved. I I just crack up because he's just like 
I don't know what it is, not what it is, and I'm just dying because you know he doesn't watch a lot of anime. He watches a lot of more popular stuff. Um, but for but with Spy Family, he was automatically hooked, and he just kept saying, "Dude, this 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 uh this waifu, you're," and I'm just like, "Dude, I'm telling you, dude." So. Yeah, shout out to Lady Thorn there, right? <laughs> as far as Pi Pi family is concerned. Yeah, and then for me personally, like at least up to this point, and I think it's only gonna get better. Like to me, the the magic is is the little girl. I think. Yeah, I, I mean, Anya's she, just she's just what she's what brings like the the magic to like the other side of of our characters. She's what holds it together, like the the whole family unit. Uh, facial expressions or dialogue um the, the the way she interacts with everybody man she's the it's it's hilarious it's one of the funnier ones that i've seen um in a long while so if you haven't checked out spy family check it out it's good so, it's, it's uh, it lives any, up to the hype for for sure and i've always said right and i'm, I'm always like oh you know spy family and just wait until chainsaw man comes out mom's gonna say it uh, but anyways, if you haven't checked out Spy Family, check it out. Again, you can see the first 12 episodes. First core is already over. Second core will not start until October, so it's a perfect time to check it out. And it's one of those where I've had to force myself, refrain from just not reading the manga because I, do, I, I don't want to read it just because I really enjoyed the anime. So I'm trying to my best to stay away. Um, all right, well, continuing on. We do have the Loom, the Invader Girls, listed for 46 episodes, and I know a while back it was introduced. It is a remake, and in case you're not familiar with it, I know a lot of these um, animes from the 80s and 90s are getting remade. Well, this one uh, started off in, in the 1980s, mid-1980s, if I remember, uh, remember correctly. This one actually had more than 100 episodes. I want to say it's 140-something. can't remember off the top of my head, but it did have more than 100 episodes when it came out. So if you're talking about 100 episodes in the 80s, it's big time. And this one is actually considered more, it's like your sci-fi romantic one also. So it's actually, I, I believe it's going to, you know, do very, very well in the modern age just because of the new, obviously, new animation, new colors. And it does look like a lot of fun. And if again, I'm, I'm a sucker for those rom-coms out there, rom-com anime, so I'll be checking this one out. Um, continuing on, if you're not familiar with Classroom of the Elite, Season 2 is coming on July 4th based on a light novel. Now, the light novel does... Um, have that reputation of being amazing i know there was some a lot of people had issues or at least the light novel readers had issues with season one but when it came when it came to just the anime i know a lot of people loved it also so it's one of those that just regardless of what medium you're watching it's a lot of fun so that one is dropping july 4th one of the ones and i wanted to kind of talk about this one just a bit people call it the harry potter ripoff because um it straight up you see dumbledore as one of the characters and obviously this guy looks like he's um, Harry in some way, but it's called Mashal Magic and Muscles. Uh, it's actually been one of the more popular uh, mangas that have been coming out in Shonen Jump. And is, if I remember correctly, I think this one's about to be this one's about to finish, or if not, it was finishing up. There is a rumored anime adaptation when the next uh, when the next announcement coming out, or when uh, the, what is it? The next issue of Shonen Jump comes out. There's supposed to be an announcement coming, and there are huge rumors that we're supposed to be getting an anime adapta adaptation of the series. So again, Mashal, Magic, and Muscles. Great shout out to that one. I know that one's actually super, super popular. So don't be surprised when you hear you start hearing a lot about that one. Okay. Um, the other one that just actually finished up the third season, Ultra Romantic, just finished uh, finished up Kaguya-sama: Love Is War. The third season just wrapped up. It, again, as far as romantic comedy is concerned, it's supposed to be amazing. And right now on the My Anime list, it's actually considered number one over Full Metal, uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. So big, big deal. 
Now, this one is supposed to be the what, greatest uh, romantic comedy, one of the better comedies just in general, one of the better mangas in general, obviously, if it's ranked that high. It's actually going to come to an end in about 14 chapters or, st or so, so stay tuned. Um, did want to give a special shout out to that one, just because you know you have the end of the manga and you also have the end of the you know the anime that just wrapped up. So we will be getting more, I'm sure, of this one in the future. So uh, I think actually two more. Right, Rising of the Shield Hero season three. Just in case you remember, season two and three were announced at the same time. I know season two kind of had that rocky uh, rocky start. Have Have you seen any of season two, Riquetto? Of Rising uh, of the Shield I've Hero? seen season two up until a certain point. Uh, I also did kind of read that people's opinions were a little low of the initial part of the season, but I think I've read that uh, as it as it's gone on, like people's opinions have kind of started to turn, and it's been getting better. Hopefully, and a lot of people say it was like that. And again, I think I, I talked about it last time in the in the light novel also. Um, but yeah, so we are getting the season three. I'm not sure exactly when this one is coming out just yet, um, but just be aware that even though season two is already over, we are getting at season three soon. And then the last thing I want to touch base on, as far as anime is concerned, is Shueisha's Shonen Jump Plus app is to have simultaneous English releases for their new serializations in 2023. And I think that's awesome because usually um, people have kind of have to wait or get online on the app and stuff like that. Um, I know a lot of times it's usually for the big, big ones. I know like Baruto, whenever it drops, uh, usually a day before you'll kind of see the scan before you get the official translation on the 20, 20 or 21st, Rico. It's one of those two, right? Usually it falls around those dates on a Tuesday, yes. I believe. Um, so now that we're getting the official simultaneous English for Everything new that comes out starting in 2023 from the Shonen Jump Plus app, that's going to be awesome. It's going to be huge. It's going to give a lot of people more access to, you know, view um, manga officially. And I think that's a big thing, right? Official releases are always a big deal because it does provide business and does provide exposure. And it's actually, you know, always support, you know, despite how big or small a business might be. If you love the work and you want more of it, I've always been, you know, a big advocate for support your work, support the work, support the work, you know, by all means, that way you get more. Um, I think that's about it from the anime section. Uh, anything else you want to add from the anime stuff? Anything caught your eye? Anything there that you want to talk about fairly quickly? Or should we move on to the TV and movies part? Uh, no, I mean, just uh, I'm excited that we'll be getting a quick turnaround on Shield Hero. Uh, and for that uh, Shonen Jump Plus, I think that's pretty awesome. That's something uh, usually as as uh, manga readers that, uh, you know, you either have to wait or if you're super impatient and don't want to wait, you have to look for other means to be able to to uh, read it. You know, day one or, or whatever, you have to look for either fan translations or stuff like that. So I think it's awesome that now uh, with them doing the simultaneous English release that now, like you say, like we can support them in the best way possible and read through some uh, official app is this a is there a a price that you pay for this or i believe so i don't remember i don't i don't remember i don't remember i'm pretty sure it's not a lot i know one of them and i totally forgot which one i charges you a dollar and i think that's just the viz one I, it's it's if, if they do it's super 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 yeah. cheap like a dollar too like nothing i'm seeing crazy. here the the you get a free trial on your first sign up 
and then it starts to you start at one ninety nine a month. Okay, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. So it's and again for all kinds of official releases, and you'll be able to actually go back and read everything through and through. It, it is huge, so it, that's awesome. Either way, and two dollars, honestly, I I spend two dollars on worse thing on worse things. Yeah, I won't miss yeah, two and, bucks. <laughs> and again, it's a uh, you get. I think it here it says here that you get your first week for free. So it's a seven day trial. You can try yeah. it out. If you're a reader, I mean, why not? You said it would include things like Bordeaux. Here in the picture, I'm. What other like just to throw some around like that you're familiar with? What what uh, would this be? All manga? Would it be certain manga? I'm assuming anything out of Shueisha. Um, Which would include? I'm assuming. Shoot, man, was any, anything anything in, in in Shonen Jump that comes out in Shonen Jump? Uh, one of the ones that I'm always talking about is um, Dan Dan Dan. I just don't remember if Dan 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 is um, Shueisha or not. I think yeah, it is. Sure. And Kaiju, sure. Kaiju, Kaiju number eight would be another one. Um, Hell's Paradise. I know I, I, I've been talking about that one a while back, even though it's already done. Um, Hell's well, Paradise. Just, just here, um, just and here yes. from the picture, huh? like, just, like for people that, that are more like into like the mainstream stuff, like I see Luffy. I see Gone, I see uh, Asta, so that would include like Black Clover, uh, One Piece, My Hero, Hunter x Hunter, Thomas Neverland, Neverland. Uh, there's Jojo, yeah, Naruto, Roni Kenshin's there in the back, um, and again, it would also include Mashro, if I'm not mistaken, and some of the other ones, uh, Dan Dan Dan, if you haven't checked out that one, by the way, check it out, it's amazing. Um, Kaiju number eight, Hell's Paradise, Spy Family. Um, so yeah, it would include a lot, a lot, a lot of the, you know, if not almost everything or the popular stuff. I see stuff. Goku there too. Would that include Dragon Ball Super? I don't see. Yeah, I mean, keep in mind that Shueisha is huge, and so they probably more than more than likely you will probably see it there also, especially if it's in that big so, realm. So they're so. the publisher. Yes, essentially. Because Toei has holds the rights to the anime, uh, Bandai merchandise stuff like that. But ultimately, Shueisha, that those are the ones who, hey, when it comes to books, when it comes to the manga, that's your guy right there. And Shueisha holds almost a huge monopoly on a lot, a lot of that stuff. Okay. But yeah, so a lot of things coming in. Um, again, if you haven't checked out that app, uh, check it out. Um, again, I spent two dollars on worse things. But otherwise, if you want to give yourself, if you want to find something new, something different, go ahead and you know look it up, see what you find. Uh, and be, so we're going to go ahead and move on to TV and movies. And before I turn out to turn it over to Rico, I just want to give a shout out to Harley Quinn season three releasing on July 28th. I don't know, you know, huge fan, loved it there. And I want to say um, that season three is going to actually follow the, because um, if you're not familiar, Harley Quinn season three um, actually had a comic book that came out and it's called the Eat, what is love? I totally forgot tour, the Eat Bang Kill tour. Um, so it was a comic series that was releasing in 2021. She mentioned it in the trailer. She said those words. So now, and I, whether I didn't want to either Google it or research it, I wasn't really sure if it was going to actually cover what was in the comic. But I heard it there, so it might just be different parts, different stories. But ultimately, season three, Harley Quinn dropping dropping July 28th. I am super excited. Can't wait. It's going to be awesome. So I'm going to hand it over to Rico. And you can start with the TVs and movies. Yeah, so we just uh, kind of got a bunch of stuff together from last week or since last week. 
the first thing I have here is that uh, Mortal Kombat, we're looking at a Mortal Kombat sequel. Uh, Jeremy Slater, which I think, is he the director or is he the writer? One second. I wouldn't know He's the writer. So based on uh, the fan reactions and, uh, you know, there being an overwhelmingly positive uh, feeling towards the movie, we are going to get a a second Mortal Kombat movie, which uh, did that one launch? That was one of the ones that launched straight on HBO Max, right? Yes, yes, day one came out. Yeah, so I know, uh, I, I feel like the consensus around our friend group also was that we, for the most part, liked it. It was uh, different, a lot of great uh, spins on like some of our old characters and maybe... Uh, some Easter eggs, nostalgia, yeah. some great yeah, stuff. Yeah, for sure. I know Kano stole the movie for a lot of us. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was awesome. So uh, I'm looking forward to another, another Mortal Kombat, personally. Likewise. And uh, we have Comic-Con coming next month. And Kevin Feige, again, uh, we talked about it. We touched on it last month that we're kind of going to kind of has said that he's going to lay the groundwork for like what's coming like very soon. Now with him announcing that they are going to be Marvel Studios is going to return to Comic-Con next month. I feel like that's where we're going to get it. Uh, I don't know if we'll get uh, a roadmap is kind of like what I'm figuring we're going to get. For this would be what stage five. Dude, at this point, <laughs> I know it's it's past phase. Yeah, phase five. Phase there five. we go. You say stage didn't five. sound right. Like I was yeah. like, "What is it?" They say something else. Yeah, phase, phase five. five. Uh, so yeah, let's see. Let's see what we end up getting there. Uh, we kind of already have an idea of some of the movies that are coming out here soon. I know the next one is uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, so let's see what let's see what we get out of that. Uh, speaking yes. of Thor: Love and Thunder, Taika Waititi is going to direct a few episodes of The Mandalorian season three. Uh, you know, I I feel like he's one of the for sure like loved directors all around right now. Uh, anything he touches lately here has been gold. So, uh. You you get him, him you get him, and you get Mandalorian. And you put them together. Like I feel like we're in for a treat. For sure. Uh, I don't think that's big. Um, HBO has officially greenlit True Detective season four. Um, I was a big fan of season one and two. Season three kind of fell off for me a little bit, but the new series is going to star Jodie Foster and Kylie Rez. I think uh, having Jodie Foster as your lead actress, to me, like, I think that's going to be great. Uh, have you ever seen True Detective at all, Marcus? And that goes hand in hand with the, with the uh, live action. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> even, even if you don't watch the whole series uh, or, or, you know, everything, you got to watch season one. Like, that is a... That's like one of those things that you have to see, like at some point. Season one, True Detective, starring Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey as cops. Amazing, dude. Amazing. Yeah, so who, who Cornelio talks about, right? Brown Yeti, who, who was in our podcast uh, last week. I know uh, years ago, whenever I'd come out, he'd always, between you and, you and him, we're just always talking about it. So I was always there, kind of just, you know, listening and yeah, 
<laughs> patiently waiting for the subject to to move on. <laughs> but yes, no, I, the way you all talk about it, it does sound amazing. It sounds captivating. And Woody Harrelson actually is one of my favorites. Um, isn't who else? And it's um, oh, what's his name, man? We know him. I know him. He's also really, really good. He was uh, uh, in uh, <laughs> Fantastic Beasts, the first one. Oh yeah, Colin Farrell. He's, he's he. Colin? It's uh, in season two. It's Colin Farrell and Rachel McAdams. That one. Okay, so it changes. Yeah, it's it's a it's a different story. It's a different story every season. Oh. Uh, but yeah, that first one is just top tier, like top tier TV. You have to watch it at some point. I wouldn't put it ahead of Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso is still my number one that you got to watch. But but right after that would be would be uh, True Detective like season, season one. one. Yeah, season two is good. Season three was a little confusing. Uh, didn't make the most sense. It was still good TV, but not like those. Not like the first. Not like part two. And then part one was just crazy. So I'm excited that that's going to be coming back. Uh, then we have. Pedro Pascal and Ethan Hawke have been cast in A Strange Way of Life. It's going to be a 30-minute Western short film directed by Pedro Almodovar. And it's supposed to be his answer, I don't know exactly what that means, to Brokeback Mountain. Uh, this caught my eye because I thought, like, wow, how interesting. We're having two guys that are, like, huge actors are going to be in this 30-minute short. I'm not familiar. I'm not familiar with this uh, director at all, so I don't know. No, no, yeah, neither have I. But usually, when you have Ethan Hawke, has his he's captivating when he's on screen, and Pedro Pascal is just amazing and charming, and you know he's he's Pedro Pascal, man. So you're putting these two, you know, how would I say it? These two just behemoths together, and. I wonder, and the fact that they're saying it's going to be the answer to Brokeback Mountain, that's a, that sounds like a hell of a project. So now I'm kind of curious as to what the chemistry might be like and everything else. Have you seen Brokeback Mountain? I've never seen it. I've actually seen it once, years ago, years ago. And I know it got a lot of flack, obviously, you know, because of those reasons and stuff. But um, Heath Ledger and Jake Gyllenhaal, man, shoot, man. And at the time, I know they were considered best friends and stuff like that. But even to this day, Jake is just phenomenal in everything he does. He's one of those A-list actors. Um, but Heath Ledger was just coming into his own, you know, at the time. And he was, you know, everything that he was in, it was something that we always watched from A Knight's Tale. Obviously, The Joker, uh, 10 Things I Hate About You. Um, you know, those, those type of movies. So you saw Brokeback, you had to see it because Heath Ledger was in there, right? To me, at the time, Heath Ledger was one of the ones I wanted to see. So. Great movie, despite everything, and the fact that they're calling this the answer to Brokeback Mountain again. I don't know exactly, what that means. Right? What the so, hell does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> so it's gonna be interesting to watch. It's only thirty minutes, so it's not even a big like. It's not a big commitment to sit there. You're not sitting around for two hours and watching a film. You're sitting it for thirty minutes. So that sounds interesting. Yeah, really it sounds like something you got to check out. Like thirty minutes, right? Like two big actors. Yeah. And I don't know if this means it's gonna be controversial or. Or it's just gonna be funny, or I don't know, but it's something worth checking out. Uh, I'm sure we'll once we get a date and stuff like that, we'll we'll let you know, and we'll probably check it out and see what we think, and hopefully you check it out with us. Sure. Uh, something else coming soon is gonna be uh, Hocus Pocus. I've I've actually never seen the Sanderson sisters. Uh, uh, I've never, never seen, seen them. 
bro. You're lying. I'm not lying. I'm not lying. I'm not lying. This is one of those that I just completely missed. It never interested me. But they're coming back on Disney Plus in on September 30th. So I feel like I feel Dude. like I'm probably like in that very like minute group of people that has never in my life it's seen a movie. super minute super and honestly dude if there's anybody in our group chat who has not seen this movie i'm, I'm gonna call them a liar too how dude like i and i'm i'm gonna ask this question once we're done with this podcast i'm gonna put it there on the group chat and i want to know exactly how many of our friends have not seen hocus pocus like the sanderson sisters and even even though you haven't seen it you know who these people are like you know you know who they are yeah. like it, it's it came out in 1993 and you know it, it's Wow, dude! Like the black flame candle man. <laughs> See, I don't know what I don't know I what the hell that is. I don't know. You, you had you had Binks. You had you had the ghost, and then, I forgot his name. It's a it's a creepy zombie guy. The out and the, and the costume knobs are really good. And then you even have the main actress here who sings. Uh, uh, I put a spell on you, and oh my god, dude, man! I'm gonna ask the group chat in a bit after we're done. I'm in shock that you've never I've seen never it. I've never seen it, and. I don't know. It just I, I I always heard of it. People would talk about it, and it was one of those that I kind of just like, eh, whatever. Like, I'm not interested in that. It's, if you go back and check it out right now, it actually would still hold up because yeah, it's meant for children. Obviously, you know, at the time and stuff like that. But there's a couple of adult jokes in there that I never really got until obviously I was a lot older and stuff. Um, but it, it it is iconic. It is the Halloween movie, right? Hocus Pocus Part One. And you do this is actually I remember Sarah Jessica Parker and again being older and stuff she was the one I recognized, um, you know, from watching it. So, wow, I'm actually in shock that you have not seen Hocus Pocus Part One. Yeah, which I mean, uh, I'm probably if if I'm gonna end up watching Part Two, uh, I'll probably end up having I'll probably end up just watching Part One uh, beforehand. So it might just give me a little bit different perspective, like being able to watch it for the first time. I know another one that I had that with that I skipped out on when I was younger and didn't watch until I was older was uh, The Godfather. And I think oh, that God. series, like, particularly, like, with that experience, like, did it. It, it made me appreciate that those movies, like, so much more, like, because I went in there, like, with a better understanding of what was going on and the plotting and, and stuff like that, like, That's without, nice. without, uh, you know, just just with more understanding, and uh, I was able to appreciate it like to a deeper extent, like with the plotting and stories and the family and all that, all that stuff. I know this is supposed to be more of a children's movie, but of course, like that's not going to stop me from watching something like this. I love those kinds of movies, so I, I don't, honestly, I don't even know what this is about. I just know that it's a Halloween movie and that they're witches. That's all yeah. I know. That's literally all I know. <laughs> but again, it, it is awesome that you actually, if you do see it for the first time, you obviously be older and have that, I guess, that better perspective. Because you mentioned The Godfather. I, I've only ever seen part one. And I guess it, it sucks to say, but I have not seen part one in the last. Bro, you've man, only ever seen part years. one? Part two yes, is the I'm best one. Part one. That's what I hear. Part two is the best I, one. I've. I've I, I've only seen part one, and the reason I saw part one is because my brother Michael is a huge fan of of gangster movies. You know, uh, the Casino, Puss um, the Godfather, uh, what is it, the John Dillinger one with Johnny Depp? He loves that one a lot too. 
He likes um, Smoking Aces, uh, Gangster Squad. He, he just likes those type of movies. So, and he's the one that actually kind of got me into those, into the first one. And I just never saw the second one for whatever reason. And I get that a lot, but yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an amazing series. Part one is good. Part two is one of the greatest movies ever made. And then part three kind of falls off, but great series. Like you have to, that's another one you got to check out. You're getting on me for never seeing Hocus Pocus. How have you never seen Godfather part two, bro? Yeah, right. <laughs> Considering that Godfather series is iconic in Hollywood history, period, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't blame you. I, I will take that one. That one I will take. Uh, but I have seen part one at least. But part two, I do definitely got to check out, man. But three three hours is three hours, man. And goddamn. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's tough, but it, the movie's worth it. Oh, no, I bet. Yeah. But soon I, I will. That one I do need to get I do need to get on for sure. Uh, so the next thing, you already mentioned Harley Quinn, uh, July 28th, season three. Uh, I still haven't gone to that. I know you loved it. You always talk about it. Uh, so I need to I need to make sure I catch up there before that comes out. Uh, the next thing, and this one caught my eye because of some of the names involved, something called 13 Lives, which is going to be releasing on Amazon Prime Video on August the 5th. It is going to be directed by Ron Howard, and it's going to be starring Colin Farrell, Viggo Mortensen, and Joel Egerton. Uh, just those, Just on name value alone, like to me, that seems like Something I'm gonna have to check out. What's the last? Oh, thing here we go. Oh, that's what. That's what it is. I did watch this. 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 I don't know if you've ever heard the story. This is about. Uh, I'm not sure if they were like some kind of team, like a like a like a sports team of some kind, where they're like kids, and they go into a cave. And they go into a cave, to like on a little trip or something. And then the cave ends up flooding, and they're 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 yeah, trapped. Yeah, and, then, uh, yeah, and they they try and get some divers, or they try and get like people to go and rescue them, and then they uh they they're actually turning that into yeah, a film. Yeah, it's going to be a movie. That it's story be a movie. I remember following that story to a T. They had been actually stuck down there for a long mm-hmm. time, and the only reason then they couldn't save them outright, but because of water level, something about the water level being too high, so you had to wait for the water to go down. Why this bus was just like or this the, while they were trapped on the other side of the of this underground cave i i am very familiar with the with the article i didn't know they were turning that's it into that's what it was movie. i was like i know this i know this is something i'm familiar with and a lot of people like followed it like because it was so just such a uh it was such a crazy story and so there real, there was like dude. so much yeah. uh, crazy stuff behind it you know firstly like them uh trying to do like rescue swimmers but then you know, them having to dive and swim through something like this was very foreign to them. So then they ended up going, I think, with uh, with like uh, people that do diving like for leisure and saying, like, could you all help us with this? And then I think they end up doing it. But then the swim that they have to do is like too much for a kid is what they end up like deciding. So if I'm not mistaken, I think they end up. Uh, they end up. Uh, like, I don't know if I want to say it because I don't want to spoil the movie. But uh, do you remember like what they end up doing, like to get the kids out or no? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to say either, but I do remember, and I, I kept up with that story for a long time, man. So yeah, so did I. So, so I'm, I would love to see this. I'm sure they're gonna drop. 
I'm sure uh, they're gonna... yeah, a great a great yeah. visual, man. Because when I was reading the story, I said, okay, what? Are they... And it was a lot of the lingo, a lot of the a lot of the. I, I wasn't really. I was kind of figuring out. And I, I don't want to kind of research it, but I was kind of trying to picture like they said, underground caves are stuck and they they can't get out because the water elevated for what you know. I think it was the rain or something. Like I'm just kind of like, okay, how did it? How did that didn't even happen? How did it? You know, like visually, I'm trying to piece these things together based off the story that I'm reading. So the fact that we're going to get it is it will answer my questions. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, just the story so, already, like in and of itself, like doesn't it's already like super dramatic and like out there. So I'm sure they'll add a little bit of, of spice to it and stuff. But I mean, for the most part, I'm down. I want to watch it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, then also coming to Amazon, Kyle. McLaughlin has been cast in the live action Fallout series. Another video game franchise going to uh trying uh, throwing their hat in the arena of uh some kind of series. Uh probably one of the biggest bigger series out there that I'm not too familiar with. I don't know if you I think have I asked you if you've played Fallout before? I want to play the fourth one. I know it has a very popular video game uh following. Mm-hmm. But I'm just not on that boat. Yeah, it'll it'll be one of those that I uh, wait to see what people say about it once it comes out, and I'll check it out. I'm sure I'll at least give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I think we can skip over that. You want to? Do you want to touch on some of this Obi Wan stuff? Yeah, I it's mean, time. it was just, it's just a couple of a couple of Easter eggs, some thoughts behind the. Uh, the um what is it the the planning period right the thought process how would how they wanted to kind of go about um obi-wan right that's what you want to talk about yeah and i know we did mention like a little bit of a some of the background behind the obi-wan series and i guess that kind of led to that made uh, all that made sense to me when we talked about it in our obi-wan review uh you know about they kind of initially wanted to go in one direction they ended up changing there was rumors about something about it being a film, which I guess they're saying now that the plan was originally for Obi-Wan to be a film trilogy. But after after See. the bombing of uh, Solo, the, the Han Solo movie, that they kind of just scrapped that idea and rather like went to a series instead of a film trilogy. Yeah, film trilogy... Like that's a lot of story, and I, I'm kind of always just tripped out. Like as for as far as what could they have fixed, and honestly, that might have helped. I remember we said in our review that it it suffered from having six episodes, or maybe having a trilogy, you know, might have, or at least making it longer would have been better. But a trilogy, yeah, is, um, you don't think that maybe might might have been too long? I mean, granted, you know, it's it's not a thing anymore, but I'm, I'm just kind of thinking out loud, right? As far as you know, how would you tell this story in a trilogy instead of six episodes? I mean, it it, it could have worked. I think, uh, you know, we could have had that early. We could have had that. To me, I think it would have, probably would have been better because what what was lacking for me, like just to touch up on some of the stuff that we did in the review, was a little bit of the depth, like to the uh, brokenness, right, of the Obi-Wan that we're supposed to see at the beginning and him kind of like, you know that character of Ben more more so than Obi Wan, uh, yeah. and I feel like if they would have dragged that, if they would have like not dragged it on, but if they would have invested into more of like that the depth of his character in the first movie, 
then they could have it would have been better a better payoff like towards the end at least over the course of films i don't know what they would have done in terms of story but i know in terms of like the depth of character and some of the problems i had with the series uh it would have been better but there's a lot of obi-wan story out there like that they could have easily adapted into film uh from some of their uh animated series you know one thing that people have always wanted to see was his interaction down the road with darth maul um and then maybe something a little bit closer to what we end up seeing at the end uh with the surprise cameo you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah so maybe going more into that we could have seen this like be kind of episode one maybe a little bit older uh ben going forward in part two and three i don't know i mean we got what we got i mean this is all hearsay <laughs> now right but yeah they, again, these are a lot of things a lot of smaller stories like yeah it's always cool to see kind of what, what the thought process were come leading up to what we had and for better or for worse right some people might say should have been like this should have been like that but ultimately we go we got what we got but it's not to say that they're you know hopefully they can listen to feedback and always second season obviously see what might work what might not work and so forth you know what i'm saying yeah for sure some of the other two i think i posted two other things that i found out about this uh the writer Stuart Stuart betty says in his version of obi-wan kenobi darth vader killed reva and she didn't know he was Anakin. I guess spoilers. A little late, but spoilers. Uh, he, I guess, you know, just uh, one of the writers saying that he had like a different vision. Again, goes to like some of the stuff I think both you and I felt was a little bit weird about the series. Uh, particularly with the character Reva. I know we, bo- we both yeah. had uh, like some issues there. Um, and then the last thing was, no, that that's, uh, along the same stuff Then I I've been hearing, is this, uh, on Hulu? I think this is on this, this new show only murders in the building, uh, is on Hulu and it is the best rated TV series of all time on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, it has, uh, that's what Steve Martin, Martin Short. And Selena Gomez. Yeah, so I've been hearing a lot about this. Uh, the other one that that I had been hearing a lot that I'm sure we've mentioned a couple times is uh, the boys. Oh, dude, I've heard a lot about then, that one, man. That one's piqued my interest. Like and crazy. then now this one is one that I've been hearing a lot about too. And then when I when I read this, I mean, I'm not sure if this is like early reviews or you know, because a lot of times stuff is really high early and then it kind of like evens out once more people start to watch it, but. Uh, I mean, I'm definitely going to check it out. I don't know what it's about. I'll probably watch like a couple of, uh, you know, like the little trailers and previews and stuff like that and uh, get a feel for it and then see if uh, it catches my interest. Uh, Then we got an announcement that the trailer for the new Clerks movie, Clerks 3, was going to be releasing next week. I don't know. Are you a fan of that series, Marcus? I'm more of a Jance and Bob. I've seen the first two. Mm -hmm. Jason and Bob, and I've seen Clerks Part 2 years ago. It's not one of those years ago. I never saw Clerks 1, but I, I did see Part 2 um, with a friend of mine way back when. Uh, so I am familiar with, actually, Clerks, you know, and their spinoff. So. Yeah, so we'll, we'll uh, keep a lookout for that, see if it, uh, we see anything cool there. Uh, Doctor Doom Project is rumored to be in development. Now, I think it's funny how this came along. 
uh, I believe Howard Stern, famous uh, uh, talk show host, uh, radio host now, uh, was doing an interview and somehow let out that he is working on a doc Dr. Doom, uh, something with Dr. Doom films. I would imagine it's probably a series, but film series, something out there. I hope so. So, uh, Dr. Doom deserves his own big boy. And I think I'm thinking of our friend, Ricky, uh, shout out to Ricky. who's a big Dr. Doom guy. Also, um, maybe, maybe they might say something over at, um, San Diego comic-con, right? How Marvel is supposed to have a booth or something. Maybe this kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. With that. So, uh, I guess now that it's kind of out there, I mean, might as well, you know, do make it official. Right. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I was, I was a big Dr. Doom guy too. I mean, we've had two iterations of him thus far in live action. One of them was, was pretty cool. And then the second one was kind of a failure, uh, just of a movie overall. So, uh, I mean, I'm down for a, for an awesome Dr. Doom. For sure. We don't talk about those fantastic uh, four movies. The first one's okay. The first <laughs> one's all right. I mean, I, I liked Victor in the first one. He was uh, yeah. He Julian was, McMahon did a good job. As, as yeah, as the actor, yeah. But again, obviously, when you suffer from just bad writing and horrible script, it's gonna it's gonna tank regardless. So then, uh, Dune, Dune Part Two. I think we talked about it uh, last week with uh, Cornelio uh, that it had added a, uh, some good actors to it. I think Christopher Walken was one of the big noted ones, but it has been delayed to November seventeenth, twenty twenty three. Next year. Yeah, next year. I oh, I think it was slated for next year, but I think it's just they just pushed it back. To the last, back yeah, to the months, last yeah. quarter. Uh, then Christian Bale has confirmed that Peter Dinklage and Jeff Goldblum were both cut from Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, the character I'm not I don't remember what Peter Dinklage's character's name was. Why? But he was the he was a blacksmith, the yeah, forger. The and then, uh, do you remember what uh, Jeff Goldblum's character is named? Name? Uh, his, like his character. Is it the P? It's not like the Peacemasters. Like that, right? He, no, he's, he's it's not. It's not isn't it, no, isn't it something the, master? The Grandmaster. Grand there we go. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, so they're, they're, neither one of them will be in the film, just in case. You were hoping for that. Now you know. Uh, Sega is looking to adapt Persona into a live-action film or TV series. What do you think of that, Marcus? I did see also that it was Atlas. They were talking about Atlas to release other projects, Persona being obviously the bigger name one, into a live-action film or TV series. So it wasn't just Persona, it was other ones. And I don't know, I don't know, I, I mean, and I'm thinking, of, I've always think of live-action stuff, and I always think more or less, you know, as long as, um, it depends the medium. I think of Alice in Borderland, where they adapted a manga, and I liked, I, I loved Alice in Borderland, uh, based off the Japanese manga. And then you have stuff, you know, the Korean dramas and the Korean uh, horrors on a on Netflix. So you have two different mediums. I'm not sure exactly what type, what way Sega is going to go. Maybe the Alice Borderland route, or they're just going to completely. We don't know anything about it, so obviously I'm not really sure. But if I can't, I can't even, if these. I, guess, I would suppose they, they would use CGI for the personas um, and stuff. I just, I don't know. I, I, would like to, I, I would like to hold my opinion. It's always exciting, right? Persona finally getting the top of this map, finally being this pinnacle of, you know, one of the Sega properties and stuff like that. Because Persona is not even the main nine series. Persona is a spinoff series. So the fact that the spinoff series obviously gets that mo more love than, you know, Shin, Shin Megami Tensei. 
you know, just blows people's minds, blows my mind. Um, but anything persona, hey, anything that's out there that they want to push, I'm all for it, man. But ultimately, I do want to see stuff. I want to see screenshots, pictures. I want to see actors. I, I, you know, what what the what the story is going to be like before I hold judgment. Yeah, I mean, and again, this is very early. They're just looking to adapt it. So, uh, well, I guess as we learn more, we'll kind of get to gauge our feelings or whatever. But uh, I mean, I'm down to check it out. I I think that's For exciting. Sure. My if, if something like that catches my attention, I personally have only ever played like a very small amount of one of the games. So maybe if something like this catches my attention uh, within the show, maybe it'll entice me to go back and. It's a good, it's a good chance, right? They just released a persona collection. It, it was P three P portable and not Fez. And I've played, I played both of those. I played four, four golden and five, both of them. So it's a great shot. And I, I loved part three. So I'm not sure in what direction they're going to go with this again but we'll see you gotta play them anyways is the series like kind of a is it kind of like a a big story like is it stories within like one big story or is it are they like individual each part is each part has its own separate story and as a matter of fact the only thing that we know the only thing that they did was there's something called persona 4 ultimax which is a fighting game that it actually connected the characters from part three to part four. Part four actually taking place years later than part three. So as far as I'm concerned and I know, those are the only ones that kind of share the same universe so far. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming, and this again, this is just me assuming, this is kind of a theory, that all of it does take place in this big universe with these personas just because we have what's called the, vel- the Velvet Room. And those... Well, I, I, should, I wouldn't call it a theory. It's more of a confirmed thing already, especially because now I'm thinking of of um, Persona, the dancing game. The Velvet Room has these these guards and uh, I guess the helpers of your video games, and they're actually siblings. You have sisters, brothers, twins, and stuff like that, and they actually share a family connection. So uh, Persona is all part of the same universe, but they are separate stories with only the spin-off games kind of connecting them together. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because there's a fighting game, there's a uh, there's Persona Q, which is another side another uh, side title. Um you have Persona Ultimax, Persona Ultimax, what is it? Ultimate or something like that. I forgot, I forgot what it was. Um and then you have P3P, Persona Fez, Persona Original, Persona 4, Persona 4 Golden, Persona 5, Persona 5 Royale, Persona 5 Strikers. So there's just a lot. And again, usually it's only tied in through a side series. I kind of got off track and I kind of, you know, go off that rabbit hole too, but I'm not going to. I'll stop right there. <laughs> well, I, mean, I asked. I asked. So. Uh, yeah, we'll definitely uh, look out for more news for that. Uh, Monsterverse continues on march 15th 2024 with a sequel to i'm I'm imagining it's a sequel it's supposed to be the next godzilla versus kong movie uh dude man i've always said when it comes to those movies i don't give a damn about the people i don't give a damn about the story i want to see king kong and godzilla fight for an hour and a half <laughs> that's just me though man so I'm excited. I'm really excited for this. There, one. there really is something to it, like just the giant monsters just kind of going at it, and whether or not they, they themselves fight, or there's some other new monster in town that 
wants to overthrow them. Or, yeah, like Godzilla yeah. and the UN man, like God. Uh, you see, the thing is, is like you you know what you know what you signed up for when you're gonna go watch this film. You know what I mean? Like you know what you want to see. You know what you're getting. So you expect to see kaiju monsters duking it out. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like that. Like there's no other way to put it, man. Like you're gonna go to a Godzilla movie. You expect to you know see Godzilla. You know what I mean? And Godzilla yeah, fight. It's very simple formula. Show me big monsters. Yeah, man. Hey. Throwing chingazos. <laughs> exactly. We want them to beat the hell out of each other. That's why the third act in the latest one was spectacular because, hey, it gave me what I wanted, man, for sure. So, uh, uh, again, we're going to go back to uh, Thor Love and Thunder. I should have brought this up earlier because I was thinking about it. But uh, one of the big things with Thor Love and Thunder was uh, the look of, uh, of Gore the God Butcher. Now, at first, I remember like thinking to myself, like, that's like an interesting way that they decided to depict him, like basically just Christian Bale with a little bit of with makeup, right, and a little bit of effects on him and stuff. And Taika Waititi said that in looking at Gore and his design in comics, that he felt that if they tried to stay true to that look, that he looked a little bit too much like Voldemort. And he didn't want people like saying like, oh, yeah, Voldemort. He kind of wanted to go away from those comparisons. Uh, so that's kind of why he said that they decided to kind of alter the look a little bit in his design. Uh, so I thought that was interesting, especially like I was one of the ones that was like, oh, I wonder why they went with for this look. But I guess there's my answer. And I, I yeah, well, obviously by looking at him. I, I can see the comparisons. They're mostly just the face, right? It's just the face. But I mean, obviously, if you had the wardrobe, I don't think it would have, you know, I, at least I don't think there would have been any big, you know, controversy between these lookalikes. I don't think so, anyways. But the, the internet's the internet. Yeah. So. <clears throat> uh, then, last thing is that uh, I think we're what, like six hours away, maybe a little less? Six hours, about, about six no. hours away from. Uh, Stranger Things. Is the Stranger Things Volume Two coming out for us at two a.m.? I think so. I, I think so. So that that would put it probably at what, like eight, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten yeah. hours. Yes, a little less, but ten hours. So we have seen here. They have confirmed that the runtime for Volume Two, Stranger Things Four, Stranger Things Four, Volume Two. Is going to be releasing tomorrow, and it is going to be in total three hours and fifty-five minutes. So I'm excited. Yes. <laughs> I'm excited to watch. Yeah, it. for Especially sure. After we just ended. Yeah, well, so we'll be hopefully we'll be, we're watching it. We should hopefully finish it up. Honestly, we should be finishing up by no joke. If Sunday comes around, we haven't finished. Something's wrong. So, and I'm assuming we're going to do a review on these two, right? I mean, <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. Am I, am I correct? I, I, so, I kind of think that uh, that time frame fits too. Probably by the end of the weekend, we'll we'll have a, a review. Yeah. So uh, for for at least this, I mean, um, Stranger Things Volume Two, you can stay tuned um, and keep a lookout on that um, Stranger Things Volume Two review. Uh, obviously, spoilers, in fact. So uh, just to give you guys a heads up, if you're if you're going to be interested in that, so just you know, keep a lookout for when that drops. And it'll be interesting because we'll, we obviously we did a review of uh, a volume one of, of uh, season four. Uh, so we'll see like how this changes uh, 
the what we thought of that if it makes it better makes it worse uh what happens with some of the characters then i know we we kind of have at least i had my big theory about where we're gonna go maybe not this season but next so is that gonna is that is what we get here gonna lend itself kind of like to that those kinds of things uh there was a report i think uh the duffer brothers i think that work on this said tweeted out something along the lines of uh if you're expecting a happy ending like don't <laughs> so i think that that really gets me excited to see what we're about to see uh tonight and it does seem i think they did mention that we're also supposed to be getting like a, some sort of time skip if i remember correctly uh, reading it somewhere a time skip between season four and yes. season five yes that's that's right so we'll see. We'll we'll so, cover it. I'm sure. Uh, I I would imagine probably Saturday, if not Sunday, we'll probably get on that. Yes, for so sure. Then uh, we that's it for TV and movies. We hop over to gaming. I don't think we had too much crazy stuff other than the Nintendo thing. Let me see if there's anything outside of Nintendo. Then I'll let Marcus kind of cover that. Uh. Marcus is probably going to puke, but 2K NBA 2K23 is coming. They're teasing the cover. Uh, it seems like they kind of put out like a little, uh, just like a little teaser where there's like a, a spotlight and they have like a blurred image of like who's going to be the cover athlete for this year's 2K. A lot of people thinking like uh, that it is, in fact, the rumored Michael Jordan cover because, I mean, obviously, how are you going to have a 2K23 without Michael Jordan? Possibly like LeBron James, uh, maybe a dual cover. Maybe one of them will be a legendary cover. You know, the two famous 23s, two of the arguable goats in the basketball world. Then Halo Infinite is supposed to get its long promise campaign co-op. Uh, They're going to try it at first in a two week long beta. That is going to be dropping next week, running from July 11th to 22nd. Uh, I know I enjoyed that game a lot more than I thought. It was a very pleasant surprise uh, playing that uh, campaign. I don't think you tried it out. Did you, Marcus? But the thing with Halo games is I can, you can very well just start it and get, kind of, can get through them fairly quickly. So, but I haven't gone around to that one. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not too clear on if it's going to be just duos or if you're going to be able to do trios or maybe even the four-player co-op. But I know we have another buddy Andrew that's been wanting to go through it and uh, co-op. So if we're able to do more than two, I would imagine we'll probably at least get him in there. If if you would want to give it a go, if not, I'll probably play it with him. Uh, so yeah, July 11th. Uh, God of War Ragnarok has not been delayed. Producer Corey Barlog is stressing. I know this is when we've gone back and forth. Like, hey, they announced this, but we haven't seen anything. And typically when that has been the case, like with other games, for example, Starfield is one that we kind of were saying that about. Like, it's just a matter of time when till they say like, hey, it's delayed, which a lot of times like for us specifically, I know we're usually OK with that because we'd rather wait then get, have a game like come out and just kind of be crap. So uh, him saying that it's not delayed, I guess they're still aiming for what? November or September? Was it still like supposed yes. to be when it's supposed to be? 
Q4. I believe it was Q4-ish. Yeah, and then uh, that's it for some of the side stuff. Then the big thing of the week for gaming was that Nintendo Direct Mini. Uh, I know initially there was kind of a lot of excitement and buzz, which kind of got shut down a little bit when they announced like, hey, guess what? We are having that Nintendo Direct, but it's a Mini. And I know when I when I heard that, I was like, damn, like, what does that mean? Like, I felt like that was kind of not the thing we were looking for. But then it happened. And uh, I'll go ahead and let Marcus, like, talk more about what he thought. All right. Well, I, I remember that um, I've been looking forward to a direct for a long time. For obviously, you know, I'm always looking forward to direct, so they're, they're my favorite thing to kind of look forward to and kind of discuss and really get into. So when it became a a mini, I was like, okay. And then I said third party. I said, damn. So my expectations were tempered a lot. And then the, I tried, I tried, you know, silver linings here and there, you know, trying to think as, okay, well, what can I expect, you know? And then I even told Rico, ultimately, at the end of everything, I said, I had no expectations, but there are a lot of pleasant surprises. And as a Switch owner, I thought it was actually pretty damn good for a mini you know better than it was good for a mini it was good for again being a switch owner you know what what you can actually play now um uh, if you just own a switch because i do own all the major consoles so i kind of play these things here and there um so i am going to get into the nintendo direct mini as far as what was announced before i do that there's just two di two separate things i kind of wanted to touch base on fairly quickly one of them being Star Ocean, the Divine Force, and the only reason I'm actually giving that a shout out because it is one of the more modern JRPGs um, that's actually been around for a lot for a, for a, a long time, and it is getting its new game. So I did post that. If you want to kind of get a look for, uh, look for it, feel for it. I've actually ever tried one. I've actually picked up a couple. It's it's to me it's very reminiscent of the the Tales series, Tales of uh, of Sisteria, Tales of Viseria, uh Tales of the Abyss. That series. Um, so if you haven't checked out Star Ocean, it's, it's very similar. Obviously, Star Ocean takes place in space. So just want to kind of um, let you know about that launching in October for those of you who want to give JRPGs a try. And the other thing, and this, and I, I think Rico might have missed this one because Rico would have talked about it otherwise. Um, From Software has an unannounced title in its final stages of development. Now, a long while back, uh, Miyazaki uh, had did say that I think he has what? What do you say? Three point five games in development one of those already being elden ring but the fact that there is another one coming um or another one coming quickly it's in its final stages um that's big time you know especially coming from software um did you know about that do you did you remember hearing that article yeah yeah i i had heard that i just didn't uh i didn't really get into it because i mean it, i felt like it was real early and there was uh there wasn't anything about like what game it was i know Coming off of Elden Ring, of course, people are going to expect something crazy. Uh, so I, 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 I remember hearing that. It must have just slipped my mind because it, I, I didn't have a title or I didn't really know expectations or yeah, anything no. like that was going to be. Yeah, and I, I just kind of want to throw it out there in case anybody, obviously the, the From Software fans, something to look forward to. Again, it has an unannounced title in its final stages of development. So even if it's in the final stages, even if though it's not announced, it's something that hopefully might be no. coming soon. So just a little heads up DLC, there. One DLC, damn it! A DLC for Elden Ring. I know we still need that. Um, those unexplored areas in the in the map, the half coliseums. Um, 
But yeah, so those were the only two things I wanted to go over. Now I'm gonna get into the Nintendo Direct. I'm gonna try to go through this um, as quickly as possible, just because again, um, there's some th stuff that's, that's already out. There's some stuff that's actually new. There's some stuff that's already been announced. Okay, so announced, out, and new. Um, so interject whenever you feel you want, Rico. Let me know what you think. Uh, starting from the top, and I'm gonna go in order in which they were released. Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. It actually did get a demo. It is. Um, it's actually already uh, arrives today. Actually, it had got a demo. It arrives today, June 30th. Um, so if you're a uh, Monster Hunter fan, that's obviously you're probably already picking it up and giving it a try. Uh, I know we try to every time, every couple of times. It's that game that we play when there's nothing. Uh, but you know, fortunately, there's a lot of stuff right now. So Rico and I are kind of booked. Uh, Near Automata, the end of Yorha Edition is actually coming its way to Switch on October 6th. And this is one of the games where I played on my PlayStation, loved it, had one of the best, if not the best, um, side bosses I've ever played. Um, ending Y, so it's gonna shit, um, you know, throw it out there. That is coming to the Switch version. I am gonna pick it up. I've, I've owned, I do have the copy on my, on my PlayStation. I have a couple of the books and the memorabilia and stuff. So I am gonna pick up a Switch copy. If it's physical, because I honestly don't even know if it's physical or not, um, just to obviously support them. A uh, couple of the smaller stuff, Lorelei uh, and the laser eyes. I'm not sure if this is um, exactly what it was. It looked like kind of like a, a like a puzzle adventure game. It's kind of what it looked like coming out in 2023. Uh, Super Bomberman R2, and I know Bomberman's. I've always wanted to play a Bomberman with a lot of people. Uh, but I don't know. Have you ever played a Bomberman game? Uh, I played one on my Game Boy Color. That's the only one. So you're... <laughs> the hell of a long time yeah. ago then. <laughs> so Bomberman R2 uh, getting uh, getting its way to Switch here in 2022. Um, and this next one, it's about time. And I did. I was going to talk about this one. And shout out to to Brown Yeti again, Cornelio, because me and him actually discovered this game actually at the same time. As Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. Battle Network is finally getting its collection coming to Switch and PlayStation. Now, this game, it's not like your Mega Man, Mega Man X games, Mega Man games, uh, Mega Man Legends games. This one's actually, it, it, it came out on the Game Boy Advance way back when. And they, there's going to be 10 games included in this collection. There's parts one through six. And it's the formula is very Pokemon, where you have two versions. Each version, it's a story is the same, but the chips, uh, which is the battle system, uh, the characters are different. So you do have some differences, even though the core remains the same. So uh, that's what we're getting here. We're getting all 10 in one collection. Now, again, the reason this is big for me, and this is one of the ones I thought, man, are we finally getting it? And actually came out um, was because. Cornelio and I, this, this is a game we grew up on. We've always had this, and again, this just competitive rivalness, this, you know, just, I, I beat you, you beat me, yada, yada, yada. So now we're finally going to be able to put those talks to rest when this game comes out. Now, the thing is, I do, we do not know, we have not seen that there's going to be the multiplayer included. It didn't say anything about that. Uh, I'm assuming it is. I'm assuming that's why it's not going to come out until 2023, that we're going to get those multiplayer capabilities because, again, this game right here lends itself to that type of, of platform, to that type of population where these guys can just duke it out, set up their chips, aka cards, and just go at it in a 
three by three grid. So I'm super excited for this. Super happy. I can't wait to play it. Going to go through all of them. I had actually replayed parts one through three about a year ago on my on my original DS. So I do have parts one through six in the original in the original case, Game Boy Advance case. I do have them protected in a plastic cover. But the fact that we're getting this on Switch and you know getting modernized. It's amazing. The next one I'm looking forward to now is Mega Man Legend Collection. We get we get part one and two, and then the misadventures of Trombone there. Hopefully we get that because they did actually just cancel part three years ago, so I was just devastated. But anyways, Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. Super hyped about that one. Um, next up, Pac-Man Pac World Repack. There are a lot of Pac-Man fans out there. Uh, again, Pac-Man has its niche, um, so that is coming to Switch in August. We have one called Blanc. This one's February 2023, and these small indie games always catch my interest in these environmental puzzles. This one's no different. It piqued my interest a lot. I, I, I would even go and say, you know, we have the term, that's a Marcus game. Um, I'm going to be playing this one. So uh, it's by uh, Blanc, black and white handcrafted adventure. Uh, a fawn and a wolf kind of trying to get through their the snowy fields and survive. So it looks awesome. Next one, Return to Monkey Island. That the part one actually came out years ago in the early 90s um so now we're getting return to mankind which is part two which is a click adventure never played the first one um but i know there is a pretty big following for this one i know a lot of people actually were happy that part two was announced a while back so now that we're getting it uh in 2022 on nintendo switch mario and plus rabbit sparks of hope um the first one is actually always going on sale and i mean like Going on sale for like three bucks. I bought my copy for five dollars or my digital copy for five dollars. I know another friend of mine, a lot of people have it, uh, but it's, for some reason, I never actually played it, never gone around to playing it. And it does seem something to be more up my alley as far as the turn paint, the turn based gameplay. Um, have you picked up this game, Rico? Are you familiar with no. it at all? The no. first one, not at all. Well, the Sparks of Hope is dropping, it's going to be dropping October 20th. Um, and they did do a live stream of mario and rabbits ubisoft their live stream um for this game that was that came out yesterday so if you want to check that out you can actually go to the youtube and check out uh the information that say about this um so we'll see we'll see how this one goes we'll see if i pick it up again i have the first one why i haven't played it i don't know but maybe it's something i'll get to quick later question. quick uh, question are these the same rabbits that come out in uno oh, yes oh yes, no they are <laughs> Oh, uh, Rico, Rico, and I and Cornelio played a game of Uno with against a computer, and one of the one of the themes was that these rabbits are they have a rabbits theme, and what they do is they basically just keep adding cars to your hand and just making the game as chaotic as, as possible. We must have spent about what Rico two and a half two hours. It was, two and three, half hours? It was about three hours. It was about three hours, and the game was nowhere near finished. And we said, "Man, fuck this! We gotta get off, man, because this is this is three hours way too." We were just beat. It was three or four in the morning, and we were just like, there was no end in sight. And these rabbits just kept going and messing us up. And uh, one of us called it quits, and we were done uh, for. So yes, it is the I'll same. I'll just rabbits. say this: like typically, we love to play those kinds of things. And after that experience, we haven't played since. <laughs> so <laughs> that's all you gotta know. Yeah. <laughs> So, so it's been a while. Uh, well, yeah. So again, uh, Spark of Hope, October twentieth. If, if you haven't, or if you if you're if you're interested in that. Uh, next one, Little Noah: Sign of Paradise. That one does look interesting. Action platformer. Um, it's available right now on Switch, PS4, and PC. If you want to give that a try, 
Uh, Railgrade, not familiar with that one. Uh, again, it's another one of those Switch and PC Epic Game Stores coming out this fall. RPG Time, The Legend of Rights, uh, August 18th. And it looks like it's, it, this one looks like a drawing. It, I, the interface actually looks real cool. Uh, delightful, hand-drawn aesthetic. Uh, wrapped up within pages of a notebook. Again, doesn't have those RPG elements, so that one does look like a lot of fun. Uh, that one is dropping August 18th. The next one, Sonic Frontiers is coming to Switch. We know, um, so just FYI on that. We also did get snippets, and this was kind of cool, of uh, it did provide new information as, as a whole as far as Sonic is concerned. We are getting what are called cyberspace levels, and this looks to be more of the traditional 3D Sonic stuff that we're getting. The rails, the loops, you know, the speed. Um, so the fact that they put that into the game as, I guess, levels and not as the overworld makes a lot of sense. So it looks awesome. It looks awesome. I actually was super happy the way it looked. Um, the gameplay just keeps, keeps, seems to keep improving every time I see it. Um, so I'm expecting big things. So if the reviews comes out and it bombs, I'm going to be kind of sad. Uh, let me see next. Disney Dreamlight Valley. Not sure that one's coming to Game Pass, as a matter of fact, September 6th. This one's called uh, Live a Live. I actually do have this one pre-ordered just because it's one of the tr more traditional, older um, RPGs um, that we're finally going to get a um, to experience here. At least I've never experienced it. But it's one of those, again, old school uh, sprite, small sprite RPGs that does look very, very intriguing. It does... It, does have three different time periods. It does the chrono trigger type thing, multiple endings and stuff like that. So uh gonna be something cool that we're gonna get to see. Uh Doraemon Story of Seasons, Friends of the Great Kingdom this is actually based on the uh Japanese character, Doraemon. Um I'm not sure exactly what this is, well, but it is arriving to Switch this year. I know the I, I know who he is. I don't know what type of game it is. Uh it does seem to be some sort of farm, farm simulator type thing, so that's probably what it is. Um that is dropping this year on Switch. Minecraft Legends, that, that was teased a while back. Uh, that, that one is coming to Switch, also coming to PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X, Xbox, and PC. Dragon Quest Treasures, uh, dropping December 9th. I know Dragon Quest, and it's this. the Treasures would be its spinoff title. does have a lot, a big following. It, the monsters, the, the art is excellent. So if you're interested in Dragon Quest, dropping December 9th. We are getting the Portal Companion Collection. If you're never playing Portal, now's a chance to do it. Um, they're going to put Portal and Portal 2 in one console. Um, again, this is drop. This is actually already come out, um, right? We'll be available July. I'm sorry, June 28th. So if you haven't checked out Portal, haven't given it a try, now's a good time to do it. I have actually played both of them. Beat the first one in one sitting. Beat the second one like in two or three sittings. They're not very long, but they are fun. They are quirky, and the puzzles are actually brilliant so if you haven't experienced them go ahead and check those out um harvestella and that one's another more of the farming simulator type stuff by square enix now this one does look intense as far as the uh farming's concerned not only intense as far as um the game but you're going to be able to um fight monsters you're going to have those uh, rpg elements collect materials cook um experience the seasons of the game so it does sound pretty amazing what they're doing here um i've never been a big farm farming simulator myself but um for you guys out there it's november 4th that would be the date and lastly to kind of end up the, to kind of end this the part of the uh direct persona we they did announce persona xbox well we're also getting persona on switch we're getting the switch ports 
We are getting the same ones that were announced on Xbox. We're getting uh, P3P, Persona 3 Portable, Persona 4 Golden, and Persona 5 uh, Royale, which will be getting the Switch ports. Uh, Persona 5 will be the first one available on October 24th. We'll be getting Part 4 and 3 sometime in 2023 for Switch. Now, whether these are just digital games or whether they actually be physical copies, I am not sure. If there's physical copies, I will be buying these. Um, if they're digital, then you know I can just go back to my other systems and play those instead. But I have played them all. Amazing games uh, for all the Switch owners out there. If you have not experienced these and you only own a Switch, now is the time to do it. Okay. So other than that, that wraps up the Nintendo Direct Mini. I am still holding out for a big Direct um, sometime maybe in July, but it doesn't make sense considering we usually get one in September. So that's probably what's going to happen. Um, but you, you never know. I, I'm never going to say never. Maybe I'll be pre pleasantly surprised um, with that. As you know, so hoping for a direct and a legit state of play. That's just me, though. What do you think? Uh, I mean, I feel like uh, I feel like particularly with uh, with. Uh, Pokemon coming out this year, and then uh, Breath of the Wild, also you know, kind of coming down the road uh, early next year, right? Is it? Is it? Uh, do they have like a set time for Breath of the Wild too? All they said was early. Early, okay. So, so I would right. imagine that would probably be like quarter one, if not quarter two. Uh, I'm thinking no later than spring. Yeah, yeah. no later than April. -ish. Yeah. So I. I feel like with those two Pokemon this year and early next year, the next Breath of the Wild, I feel like we have to see something more soon. I know we did just get a Pokemon announcement, uh, a Pokemon Direct not too long ago, but uh, there's still so much we don't know about uh, Scarlet and Violet. And, you know, being that Breath of the Wild initially was going to come out this year, I feel like there's also so much that we haven't seen. Uh, we haven't really seen anything about Breath of the Wild 2 other than, like, we know it's coming. Uh, so I feel like we are due maybe uh, I don't know if you... I, I think you're right in that I don't know if we'll get one as early as July. Maybe they'll wait. Uh, when When is the release date for Pokemon again? November. November. So, yeah, that will make sense. Uh, yeah, because we, we usually get one in September. I, we'll get another one in February and then in the summer. So the fact that we didn't get one right now in June, I think July is a little too late. So I'm honestly, we're we're probably gonna get you, gonna get our. Do September you think? Do you direct. think maybe that they called this? They specifically called this one a mini. Like, do you think that maybe, maybe like ups the chance that we get another one so soon? Or that is the only reason why I th maybe we might get one in July. That's the only reason I think. Because they called it a mini, because usually when Nintendo does, when there's a mini, there can be a mini, an indie, or a Pokemon, a dedicated game direct and stuff yeah. like that. You usually you usually get a direct sometime within the month before or right after. Um, so that's why I'm still holding out. The fact that we didn't get this big this big conference, because what Nintendo does is they use their summer as a as these are the game these are the going to be newly announced games that are that we have in development and planned. Not necessarily that oh these are going to come out this year or next year no these are our end development please be excited just to let you know we have these games on the way what they do in september is these are our games for holiday what they do in february these are our games going into the summer so that's the way they kind of divide their things or at least that's that's what history says um so that's why that's the only reason i'm thinking just because they said mini 
we might get one in July. But if we do not get one in July, I'm telling you right now, um, we're not going to get one until September. That's the case. So uh, if nothing for July, September would be the yeah. next and one. And then this one also not only, I guess, be, I guess maybe that's why they called it the mini. Like this was specifically all like third party games. Or at least that's what they said. Yeah. That's how they Part, third 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 part partner games or something, like, uh, partners and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So uh, I know typically the uh, you know I, I'm still waiting for one more big announcement of Pokemon before we get those games in September. Uh, but I know that that might end up being like its own separate thing, like in a Pokemon Direct, like you just mentioned. Uh, Zelda though has never done their own thing, right? No, it's strange that we've never gotten. I've never gotten a Zelda direct. You know what I mean? Which is weird. <laughs> but if I got a Zelda direct, I would. I'd be ecstatic. <laughs> yes. So, uh, no, so yeah, we'll we'll get to that. Uh, I mean, we'll, hopefully, hopefully, we get that announcement. I'm, I'm, I wouldn't be against having it in July. Uh, we'll see. I guess we just have to wait and see. Uh, I think that's it, though, for gaming, right? Yeah, and we're just gonna we're gonna go we're gonna what touch base on sports fairly quickly just because the trade season has oh, I'm sorry the free agency has just opened up today as of what what time five o'clock six o'clock? yeah five six o'clock you know it just uh, free agency officially opened up and I guess uh, we just wanted to throw that out there and you know t- talk on just the big the bigger news. Uh, not really go into it because it just started, you know. Uh, it doesn't really make sense to try and cover too much. Because uh, yeah, what we do want to do with this is once once it it's kind of dies down a bit, right, a couple of the big names, the trades, because we're going to get some trades and the signings. We do want to maybe bring on one of our buddies here who, you know, being a big basketball Maybe even guy, a few. Maybe. Uh, we have a bunch. Maybe in a few, yeah. We have, we have, a lot of us are basketball guys, and we love basketball. We love, uh, you know, this is our sport. Um, so we can bring them on and kind of have just a big one or two hour discussion on just all the, you know, and again, kind of going down our list um, and kind of how we feel about these trades. What do we think? How is it going to affect the conferences and so, and so forth? Um, but, yeah, we just wanted to kind of touch base on what we heard right now for today, because obviously we won't be able to kind of get through everything until it dies. I honestly, think, I, I honestly think we just throw out the big news, which is that Kevin Durant did a, a form like officially re- request a trade from the Brooklyn Nets today. Uh, and he's going to be the big, the, the, the big, you know, crown jewel of this off season. Everybody's, I think I read just a while ago that more than half the league has called Brooklyn now inquiring about like what it would take to get, have Kevin Durant on the you team. You got to do your due diligence, Rico. I don't care how anybody slices it, dude. If Kevin Durant says, I want to be traded, I don't give a damn if, you know, hey, the the 96 Chicago Bulls, five Bulls would be calling, hey, uh, what's going on with Durant? Like, you, like it's, 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 you gotta, it's, it's being responsible to make, to make that phone call just to check, just to check. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I think other than, other than, uh, a team that is in full rebuild and, is not within the time frame of winning, like in the next, you know, four, five, six years, and is kind of thinking more long term. I think those are the only teams that probably shouldn't pursue anything too crazy. But uh, I mean, it wouldn't hurt to call, like you say, uh, just to see, like, to gauge like what uh, interest they have in some of the assets and 
terms of like picks or players or uh, anything. Because I mean, that's a once in a lifetime kind of talent that you know. I mean, you could say whatever you want about the guy, but the guy can ball. So uh, yeah, he's the big one, and uh, of course we've had another couple little things happen here and there, but and uh, other stories. But that's the big one. Uh, I think that we will probably go into that uh and a different episode maybe even if some if stuff happens to pop off over the next like two or three days maybe we'll even do a special where we bring in some of uh like marcus said some of our friends uh and just people that love basketball give their opinions you know some of us are real hardcore into all this others are a little bit more casual fans but fans nonetheless and something interesting about our friend group is we all have like our different teams and it's something we're all like pretty competitive about. So uh Yeah, and and and, and hope, hope, honestly we try to be as as unbiased as possible. When but when our team is involved, our team's winning at all and everybody knows that. Um so you're gonna you're gonna be able to see a, a lot of different perspectives and a lot of the different ideas and feelings that people are, that are you will get from our friends group and stuff like that. So hopefully we're able to bring them on. Hopefully it pops off. And I do want to do a, do a dedicated episode, even if it's just an hour or an hour and a half of just, you know, sports and basketball, right? Just so that way the people who are not into it, our listeners that are not into it, wouldn't, um, wouldn't, you don't have to tune in. And that way it'll be a special episode just for that. Um, so we just want, I, I did want to address that and talk about this, you know, and our plans for the sports section, considering that NBA is underway or the free agency is underway. Yeah. My Twitter starting to go crazy with all these, uh, all these deals being signed. Uh, and I mean, we'll go into that later. Uh, but, yes. uh, as for this week, I guess that's it. Uh, thanks for listening. And, uh, I'm sure we'll be recording and have something out for you guys at least sunday probably for stranger things uh maybe even something here with basketball and free agency as well yeah so um if you haven't checked out our our past episodes check out our past episodes we do cover everything from gaming um gaming movies tvs um what else uh anime anime it just did not come to me yeah so, so check out our episodes again we cover uh, releases our thoughts on reviews our thoughts on just things that are coming out uh we do have special episodes on stranger things now that stranger things volume two is, is about to drop check out a review for the first one if you haven't seen it it is there available on rss.com uh spotify and apple Podcasts, just to name a few um otherwise guys stay tuned uh, stay um keep a lookout for our Stranger Things review coming soon, and hopefully the sports one. Hopefully we, that one does come underway. Uh, but otherwise, thank, thank you guys for l listening, and thank you for tuning in. You have a good day. Later.